Ladies and gentlemen, this is Beans and Rice, your boy host. And this is Jose. How's it going? I'm going good, good, good. We are the producers. We are the current editors. We are the current music at the beginning, music on the outro. We're everything technically right now at 50%, give or take a little here and there. Um, we're just here to have some fun, provide some wholesome advice, and let you guys enjoy a little slice of life. Also, uh, thanks to uh, the people that have been listening to the podcast so far. It means a lot. It's been pretty nice. Kind of weird to think people uh, maybe listen to us, you know? It is odd to just have people listen to us bitch or just talk about nothing. Where you would think like at a party, who's going to have these discussions at a party when people like either drinking or trying to have fun, smoke, just anything. They're like, why would you talk about that? People talk You're about You're the negative shit, Nancy. You know I mean? I'm not negative, okay? I'm realistic. There's See? a difference. I'm a positive person. Sitting there like a fortune teller trying to give people advice. They're like, get this guy. Who invited him, dude? You did, actually. Why is this he was... dressed like a missionary? This podcast was your idea. No, we're talking about the party that you're oh, talking about. Got it, got it. People Sorry. To this. I thought you were taking yourself out of that context, but. And you know what this is? This is a challenge in our communication, which it's going to be the basis of our conversation today, which is just challenges. And again, there's other than anything, challenge. Not Challenger, the spaceship that blew up. Or the car that got the Challenger. Yeah, the Dodge it's Challenger. It's a Dodge, so that, that a, might blow up, too. It made a comeback, you know, similar to that Ford Pinto back in the day. i never seen that one. I got that Ford Fusion right now. Oh, you got that Fusion? It's like they fused a Mustang and a Ford Focus, I think. That's what they said. So that's where the Focus? Made a midsize sedan. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. But, you know, challenges, they come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, specifically, I mean, did you bring this up because something was bothering you, or our personality maybe with challenges is pretty similar? So, I, okay. I just also if, if there's some people that are uh, like listening or need like help with like if they're going through something, because you know I was thinking about the other day. It's already almost the end of the year. Yeah, we're four months away, less than four months away, or about four months away from Christmas. Think yeah. about that. So four months. You know, so I was wondering, it's like, geez, I don't know, maybe if people are doing bad, you know, there's maybe some sad people out there, some uh, people that are, that need, like, motivation, or, I don't know, I just was thinking about people in general, I guess, this uh, this last week when I realized the year's almost over, you know, it's like, oh, wow, so the year's almost over, I wonder how uh, people are now that, you know, you don't uh, connect with the same amount of people like before. Agreed. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um there's a dip in communication because face-to-face almost forces a conversation, right? So now that we're in a digital capacity or virtual, even at work, we actually talked about that today. My manager was on a conference call with us and we had the video on and she said it was funny because I always crack jokes, right? And she started laughing. She's like, it was nice because yesterday, the day before we had today's meeting, she didn't meet with us at all. She was just in meetings all day with other people. And they usually didn't have their cameras on, or if they did, it just wasn't like a fun or funny type of environment. And our group likes to laugh. I mean, I, I like to think I, I head the comedy. They, they tend to be kind of a bit more straight to the point. And I like that. I like getting work done. But if I can laugh while I do it, I, I might as well interject jokes. But, I, I mean, think of that with comedy, right? Because comedy's reward is based on audience feedback. So if you don't have an audience doing that, I'm sure they found ways around it. Like if they want to do maybe Zoom meetings and they're unmuted. I don't know how that looks, but 
having a or outdoor i'd imagine outdoor yeah you know comedy we're doing set. Like drive-ins but... yeah or driving that that works too so hearing the laughter i think is is a massive part if not the sole reason comedy exists right you want to hear the laughter because then that lets you know they find me funny but i don't know just that human element is is missing and it's key and i think they said scientifically a lot of a, a challenge people are facing is the mental uh stress depression has gone up suicide rates you know might be going up or at least suicidal thoughts and patients uh they're really struggling with that and my sister works for a, a healthcare, like a it's a dermatology office but they have other specialties in there too and one of the senior patients went in and she was like at the home there were a lot of people that were just kind of passing away and just kind of by themselves because people aren't allowed there they don't want to yeah. risk that that's kind of sucks so that's a pretty big challenge yeah yeah, I just, uh, I was also thinking about people that are more like introverts, you know, like if it's hard for them to, cause maybe they got their fix at work or, you know, you, if you're a kid like at school or something like that, you kind of get your, your people fix or just, uh, maybe, you know, somebody that sucks at, uh, talking to people, somebody, uh, will ask them, Hey, how's your day? You know, and that makes yeah. their day or like you said, you know, uh, you can make them laugh. Um, and that makes their day or their week and they go home and, you know, yeah, well, maybe they don't have the best life at home or whatever circumstances they're in, but they can kind of break away from home, you know, if, uh, at work or school or wherever it may be, you know? So I think that that's probably pretty hard, uh, for some people. Like I always like to check on people. Uh, so that's, that to me was like the, the hardest part with this is that i can't check on people you know so and i don't know how to do it really Not good with texting. but yeah it's different when it's through text because i think yeah. like the emotion doesn't come through it's yeah. literally you just read it so I, I like talking to strangers you know so or you know if i'm at work i'll just like check on people or i'll like pump them up or and just you know for like the first like three months i think that was like kind of hard on me um just because i couldn't uh check on people and that's weird you know i've always just cared about people a lot but i just couldn't check on people so i was like oh that's kind of weird uh and then I'm not, I'm not sure if it's weird to just like text I, there's like people that i'll text you know or like on social media i'll check on them and stuff like that uh you know from time to time but uh you know all 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 the people that i could check on you know whether it's like work or if i'm going out to eat or something like that uh, I can't do that as easy, you know, like, uh, like, for example, I have like bingo at uh, work, I run a bingo club, but I do it just so, you know, people could have fun, and it doesn't take any sort of skill, you know, so you could have a senior citizen playing, you can have this guy, he's only lifted weights his whole life. Are you saying senior citizens are incapable of participating in other activities and weightlifters are idiots? No, they're, they're if I'm pairing, let's say, if, if I'm doing a I'm just weightlifting club, yeah. And I don't want the, you know, senior citizens are going to feel like a little bit less. They can't. Seriously, it's equal ground because it's all luck. Yeah, it's all luck. So, uh, and I just like to make people laugh and stuff like that, you know. So, I, that to me was like a way to kind of give back to people uh, or make them feel better about themselves. And, and I don't know, um, I don't know how people are doing now, you know. If, like you said, if like suicide or mental health or depression is like going up. Gee, that kind of overwhelms me just thinking about it you know it's like what do i even do yeah i think that 
that's a, an anxiety thing that kicks in, right? I think everyone has a, a form of anxiety. Other people really severe, other people less. Uh, but that worry for you, I think it comes through from altruism, which means that you're like pretty selfless. You always do worry about other people before worrying about yourself. Um, and for, for work, I don't know about you, I am considered an introvert. And it's funny because people always think introverts just don't talk at all. Yeah. And they keep to themselves. An introvert is, I think, a loosely based idea or concept. And I think for me, it's I actually really enjoy being around people. But I need every single day to have at least three to four hours just by myself that no one's bothering me. Right. Whether that be text or whatever. Most of the time I do it really late at night or early in the morning. I'm an early riser and I like that in the morning. But I just need time to be by myself, lift myself to my own thoughts, have my own like creative thought process going. That's where my introvert comes in. And I'm pretty like closed off. To, if I don't really, really know you, I'm not one of those strangers that are like, hey, how's your day? You know, it's kind of bad. My mom has stage four cancer and blah. And I know that's their way maybe to cope and have some support from strangers. That's not me, though. I refuse to do that. That's like very personal. So I don't share stuff like that. Um, and so at work, I actually have a lot of people I'm pretty close to and uh, we are actually getting together for some birthdays this coming weekend. So it'll be nice to see them. But at work almost every single day, we'd go, we'd like hug, we'd chat. Um, and just, I don't know, it was nice to see that. Now there are days where I don't talk to them while at work because they're physically not there. Right. And I'm in a different department, so I can't necessarily, I mean, I can reach out to them, but it's not as productive as it would be right. when I work Or with as them. convenient, you know? Yeah, because like... I have to go. It's funny to say that out of my way, even though it's all through a keyboard, right. but it breaks kind of the, the cycle process of work. So it's been an interesting journey, a challenge back to that point for me, adapting to the at-home life. Because in office, it was easier to work. At home, I had to like, it took me about two months, honestly, to adapt to a productive system. Yeah, so, so how do you, you know, like you're saying that you need time to yourself or... You know, you're not one to say, hey, or, you know, uh, approach people, I guess. Um, so how do you release, like, your feelings? I mean, you, I, I think we've talked about music on this podcast before and how much we love it and art, right? I and mean, we've shared that I, I like painting shoes, but not just shoes, painting other stuff. That literally, and it's it's corny, right? Think of the most corny artistic person It's like, that is just the most beautiful art and it speaks so much emotion. Think of that. I don't speak that way, but that's how I feel. Like, uh, last time when we recorded, was it Eater's Digest or the ones before where we were, I was here for an extra two and a half hours and all you and I did was pull up different songs on YouTube for like uh, two and a half hours straight. That's a release to me. I don't have to talk about my feelings per se. So you don't have to vent like, let's no. say you're sad about something. You don't have to let it out like, Hey dude, I'm sad. Sad is the one I don't. And I think part of that is a challenge is my pride. Um, it feels weird to be kind of that vulnerable. I'll admit that. I have a hard time when it's my anger. I don't have an issue releasing the anger, like by stating my piece. I can vent anger of like, yeah, this is pissing me off or blah, blah, blah. But as far as like, oh, this really upset me and, and I'm really sad or, or feeling low, down and low about it. I don't like sharing that. Yeah, I think we're pretty similar to uh, like, well, you know, I'm I'm super easy to approach people. But I also for me, it's super hard. Uh, it's challenging to ask for help you know what i mean so that for me has always been like super hard that and it's really crazy how you say you know you're not really one that'll i guess you know be approaching a bunch of people but it, to sometimes it, it trips me out how i have such an ease to be like hey you know are you okay or how are you feeling or 
you know, you look like you're sad and stuff like that. So sometimes that trips me out when it's so easy for me to do that and like help people. Yeah. But I can't even do it for myself. You know what I mean? So sometimes it makes me feel like a hypocrite. I'm like, dude, it's like I'm having a tough time even telling this person like, hey, I'm having a bad day or, you know, it's like, hey, don't just leave me alone or something like that. Or I'm sad or whatever. I, I, I don't, you know, I can't tell anyone. There's people that I could tell, you know, I'd be like, hey, dude, I'm not doing so good or whatever. Yeah, you know they would care too. So you're Right. So, yeah. and it's like you said, maybe it's like a pride thing. Probably it's just that, uh, and I think about it all the time and it's like the silliest thing to me that I, like, I know all these people that I like help or whatever that I, that I give advice to or whatever would be there for me, you know, and be like, oh man, it's like, because uh, some people, man, what's crazy is like my temper or my, uh, I don't know, my vibe, it's like, it's really hard for me to have a bad day, you know? But yeah. if, if I'm having a bad day, like, I don't even need to say anything, you know? And it's it's just so draining on, on people. It's like my energy drains other people. If I'm having a bad day, it'll, like, drain other people. I'm the same. Uh, I think that my energy... It, it's an odd thing. And it's funny because this is, you know, how we talked about topics. We have no business discussing because we're not professionals by any means. But back to the point of you being able to shoulder, I don't want to call it a burden because I don't think they're a burden when they're sharing something with you and you want to help them through it. But I think that we're so self-critical, not just you and I, but people are so always self-critical of themselves that sometimes maybe you think that part of the reason you're either sad or going through a tough time is truly your fault. You know what I mean? And mostly people like you and I, we're, I think we're typically pretty go lucky happy people right so when something's bugging us at least i personally think my attitude has a lot to do with it right i I think of work and some days i think my bad days are justified based on external forces but there are some times where there's really not anything going on and for any for some stupid reason i chose to get pissed off right like i i let that one thing bother me i think anger is a normal emotion and everyone should feel it and there are sometimes you know how everyone says you determine your own happiness some people take that to literally meaning, oh, you can be happy at all times because you get to choose that. I'm like, but back to that kind of concept of like, you don't know what joy is unless you feel, you know, sorrow, <laughs> anger and sadness. All those are normal and natural emotions that I think is just sometimes you either add too much to it or too poorly. And if you're going to add to one, it should be adding joy. Um, and I, I don't know. I think sometimes we just put ourselves in that rut where uh, I don't want to express this. And then there's us being men, I think. You know, I, everyone talks about how women have to go grow up thinking I have to look a specific way. And that's very, very true. I think yeah. the way it's marketed, right? That, that, I don't think anyone can deny it reasonably. And then oh, with men... It'd be so hard to be a girl. Imagine when yeah, you're like just, hitting puberty and stuff like that, you know? You, yeah. Just, like a guy, dude, I, I can stink. I can wear the same stuff every single day. I don't have to do my hair. I grow hair out of my armpits out of everywhere. Now you have to shave it. You have, have some it. stubble on, right, on your upper lip. Now you got to wax it. Um, like a, it's expensive. B, it's hormonal because they have all these like imbalances that go through. And and guys, we have hormones, but we behave in a very different way. But it, guys just don't talk about their feelings. You just suck it up and go. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't know. And on top of that, I think our cultures, right? Yeah. It doesn't allow it. Yeah, and I think what's funny is like you know you brought it up earlier. It's uh, and I think it's like for a lot of people too. It's it's probably like a lot of it's probably pride, you know. It's like maybe if you if you put if you put yourself in a vulnerable spot, or maybe that's another thing too, is that you're afraid to be like vulnerable. 
you know so if you're putting you know you're kind of letting your your shield down and be like hey man i'm like struggling uh maybe we overthink that too much to where it's like oh what is this person going to think of me you know when it's just like it's just like if somebody was telling me i don't think anything about it. it's like oh dude i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah when it's so simple for sure. That they're not going to overreact like, oh, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know what I mean? What do you mean you're sad? Are you fucking blah, 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 blah? And you're like, yeah, shit happens. Don't worry. I get it. But you can't reason with that with yourself for any particular reason. Because maybe it's a sense of uh, invincibility, I guess, right? So it's even to ourselves and not just admitting it to someone else. Admitting to ourselves that that bothered us is hard because we're like, oh, I failed. I don't know. That's just my thought process on how I handle it. Which is very unhealthy, don't get me wrong. And I've been uh, through cognitive behavioral therapy. I don't know if you know what that is, I don't even CBT. know. It sounds like Magneto. <laughs> sounds like Magneto, or huh? Professor X, whatever they do, going to hook them up to the machine. Yeah. It's basically just a way to reprogram how you think and handle it. And I went for anxiety. Um, most of it's actually pretty free. If you check with your insurance, they'll give you a list. So FYI, anyone that's dealing with something like that. So how do you feel with like anxiety? Like when you say that you had to go, like, so what, like so, what, what would you get anxious about or what would trigger you or whatever? Uh, just, you know, it, it's funny. Someone summarized it. I don't know who it was. So I can't, unfortunately can't quote it, but they said anxiety is essentially fear of the future and depression is being stuck in the past. And essentially that's kind of true, right? You're, you typically are depressed because something happened to you or you had an experience, a.k.a. you already lived through it. And then anxiety is like wondering what will happen if, right? It's more of an if concept. For me, the anxiety was, I guess, just pressures either at work or at home, pressures I place on myself of succession, whether it be finances, whether it be promotions at work, whether it be, oh, shit, I know sometimes I can be a bit rough around the edges, even though I'm a pretty happy guy did i truly offend someone i truly love and, and care about and i didn't mean to for example yesterday I, not yesterday the day before yesterday um my brother and i were talking about some things and I, i'm gonna keep it confidential because there's no reason but at the end of the day it's i started off in a conversation to support him i understand why he got defensive um and i was talking calmly but he kept being super defensive and he started raising his voice and getting aggressive so after about like two minutes i started now shitting on him basically and he he almost started crying in front of me like his ears or his eyes teared up and i'd never seen him cry other than like when certain relatives have died right like other than that i've never seen my brother cry um and so i was like oh shit so i dialed it back just a little bit but i still kind of kept my foot on the pedal sadly and we walked away and you know i had to go back and and suck it up, uh, suck up my pride and just say, listen, I know you felt like I was shitting on you. That's not the case. I, I did shit on you. Don't I get me farted, wrong. I farted, maybe. <laughs> Sharted. Just yeah. a mix of both. Not not too much shit. But <laughs> So I said, I know I was like ragging on you. And I expressed why, though, I started doing it. I said, I tried talking to you calmly. And any time I ever try to talk to him about anything, he gets super defensive and aggressive back towards me. And I'm like, I'm just trying to talk to you calm. But at the end of the day, I said, you know, I love you. And I'm only having this discussion because I want to help you through this. Cause, right. You know, and so whatever, we're fine. I, I guess you just, I guess that's a difference also with guys. It's easier for us to physically fight and just get over it than it is to talk about feelings. Right. Because I could tell he didn't even want to talk about them either. So we have to punch the feelings into yeah, each other. Yeah, literally or almost you a physical manifestation into, of it. Yeah. Because then, you know, if you're ever going to fight when you're a kid, 
you get in the fight and then it's like after that you like okay we're cool with the person who yeah you're going to fight with in school like it's funny um i used to get in quite a few fights i actually liked fighting as a kid now i hate it to be honest it's ridiculous it makes no sense to me but i remember fighting and you know you'd lose some you'd win some but regardless of the outcome usually i'd end up being like good buddies with that person like hey we're cool we're, we're in class we'd chill we'd want to be partners we'd kick it back and laugh even though we like hated each other for five ten minutes yeah yeah so i don't know it's like you beat your the senses in, into each other you know yeah like your emotions it's like chad daniels i don't know if you've heard of that comedian he's hilarious he says something similar he's like a guy can fight someone and 10 years or 10 uh 10 minutes later they can share a beer and just be the best of buds he goes but a woman will hold a grudge for the rest of her life over something she over she thinks she overheard someone talking possibly about her and they can't confirm it right they just think that they did so now they're the enemies for life well dude i don't know because maybe i got i got the heart of a lunch lady or something but it's like i uh my like a challenging thing for me sometimes is like holding grudges man yeah like for me if like somebody i don't know if it's like le- if lets me down or something like that or crosses me or something like that it's just like it could be small or something but dude they don't even exist you know what i mean so i don't even think about them it's just like instantly you know what i mean yeah so i'm not and i know that's i'm not sure if that's healthy or unhealthy well uh, it, it depends on how you handle it really like I won't lash out. That that could be healthy. For me, I don't think it's healthy. My brother's super passive in that way. Like, if Fist comes to fighting, like, he will. But as far as words, he, I don't know, it's a talent for me. Like, when I look at it. So, if you're like that, that's a talent from my eyes and my perspective. Because depending on the person, I guess their intent is what really pisses me off. So, like, if I think someone's trying to pull a fast one, if they were confused and weren't and it was a misunderstanding, I can easily let that go. I don't have a problem moving on. But when I feel like someone's truly trying to like play play me as a stupid or an idiot or try to pull a fast one on me, that's when I get really pissed. And I do hold grudges, sadly. And yeah. it takes me years. I do eventually Yeah, see, so get it's both. It. Both the girls yeah, and guys, I, dude. Because for yeah. me, grudges, dude, I'm and like... And I, I didn't say uh, girls and guys are distinctly different remember exactly that, movie? that way. Uh, oh, the grudge. Uh, that's inside of me right now. Is it? All these people, dude. That I... No, I think it's funny. I, girls and guys in general behave differently i think that there's still a lot of overlapping uh traits and things that you just can't get past that that's life those are normal things but they girls experience things we don't have to experience thank goodness quite frankly yeah i don't know, think i could deal with it no you know i think about stuff like that all the time it's just like uh when you're younger it's just like even how rude you are to girls you know what i mean that's the way uh, usually that's how boys flirt with girls to like let them know they like yeah you, which is odd it's so just stupid. how we were talking about uh beating the sense into you or you know whatever <laughs> it's so dumb really that guys think that. Uh, i don't know where we get that idea but yeah it's just like so weird sometimes i think about how uh you know as a guy when you hit like uh puberty and stuff you know what i mean it's just like it's so you don't even think everything's so like irrational you know it's just like everything's just like moving so fast and uh you, you don't even uh consider like a, a girl's feelings or anything like that really no, you, know? you don't you're just horny you're just like your your dick is like flying out of your body and you're trying to keep it in and that's like it. that it's just scary. your dick it's just like you know your dick's out like all day you know it's like you're just like well, back to the point of me saying, you know, men usually don't acknowledge their feelings. Like, 
as a, if you like a girl, you tease her. And for whatever, that's obviously the opposite of what you should probably do, right? So it's your way of like shunning the idea that you like her is, oh, I'm just going to tease her. Oh. That way it doesn't look like I like her. And then I physically will behave that way. So then I maybe don't even end up liking her. I don't know. We should somehow find some psychologist that has oh, man. So weird you know, some free the... time to talk to two Latinos that have no idea about psychology because it's an esoteric type of conversation. I mean, with for me, like if I get anxious, because uh, I, I was trying to figure out like what 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 you feel like when you get anxious. Like do you get like tingly or like do you get upset with yourself? Do you get mad? Do you get sad or like when you're having like an anxiety? I'm like, what is it, like a attack for me? Or the anxiety. Like that, or? I, I mentioned success. Um, right. So so it's, so it's how, like how like do you how does it like how do you act out when when I, you're getting anxious about success and stuff like that? Like, I shut down. So like, you stop talking to everyone? Yeah. So you remember how I said I need my space? A lot of the time that's obviously so that I can sort through my feelings and stuff. So I can do well and people won't know and I manage it throughout the day. But if I don't have time to kind of sort through my thoughts and compartmentalize them appropriately, I start shutting down so fast that I physically will do something, but I'm not even consciously aware of it. Like I could be staring and watching a movie but I'm constantly thinking about something in the back of my head. And oh, then, so you're just like a clone, like a drone. Like yeah, pretty just... much, like I'm a zombie. And then, if it's, so that's, I guess, the first stage that comes in stages. And then I start to, like, really start to think, oh, man, like, oh, I, I failed my parents, right? Because they came and, and moved here to kind of make it easier for us instead of growing up on the corner from Miami where I was born, where across the street from the elementary school there was a liquor store where people were shooting up heroin doing crack cocaine like literally you would see that um they're like okay let's move here so i'm like it's that's weird shit right it's me thinking of what other person might think what another person might think of what i should be in terms of what success looks like right not the conventional way like i didn't i haven't so you're worried almost like you can get caught up in like other people's approval almost yeah and it's funny because generally i think i have a good self-esteem yeah and then sometimes that collapses for one moment and that moment you know that whole wave of like it just rushes over you and it's just it starts building and if i can't manage it and that's part of what cbt uh cognitive behavioral therapy really helps with is kind of changing the mindset and reacting so it's not completely stopping it it's just once it start happening start changing that that idea See, for me, sometimes it's uh, like the thing that I find that's like the most challenging for me with uh, like not expressing myself. You know, it's like like I was saying earlier, it's if I get mad, then I'm just I, I'm a Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it's like I'm, I'm an asshole or I won't all dismiss everybody. I don't care if somebody's talking to me. I'm super short. I'll walk past you, whoever, even if, if you're not the person. This is the way you deal with anxiety? Well, this is when I'm feeling, like, anxious, you okay. know, or when I guess I deprive my feelings, maybe. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. So so this would make, well, we're talking about challenges. It's like, I try to challenge, the thing that I started challenging myself to, to do more is to maybe just express how I feel. Sure. I guess even if it's little by little, just like, so I, I never like just flood somebody you know what i mean because I, I could do that sometimes I, and some of my friends are really good once they get to know me and we're having a conversation and i just go off the walls and i just like drop a bunch of shit on them you know <laughs> yeah. they're like all right you know you need to wrap it up or simmer you down know? 
yeah and and then we're cool the next day they, they know not to bring it up you know they were just there listening to me i know i was in my feelings or whatever but there's like other people that uh maybe don't know me like that you know like some of my friends where i can get really deep about things and stuff like that and yeah. you you bring something that triggers me or something you know some thought or some feeling yeah or maybe i've been upset or maybe i've been sad and then i'm telling this uh janitor why i'm so sad you know or something <laughs> like something weird yeah you know for for way too long and they're like dude what the fuck's wrong with you you know what i mean but i i think that's the the thing for me is that i kind of over flooded myself with emotions that i didn't release so in a way with me the way that i release them is usually by helping people you know which it's probably not healthy you know because there's there's a difference between like helping people which is it's fine and i and i love helping people that's not a true outlet though uh but that so that's what i'm saying so yeah, for yeah me, that's it's why like, it's not healthy right so it's like I, i'm getting a fix but technically i'm not because i'm just uh it's like a fake fix i'm just being happy because i can see that they're happy so it kind of lifts my mood because they're happy but it didn't address anything that i did or anything that i fixed for myself yeah once you once they're out of your sight once you stop talking to them then it's your still, support is gone right so it's still me so even if yeah. I, you know i'm yep. checking in on other people so so that's what I've been trying to do more is uh, be uh, more like uh, outspoken or, or I don't know, just like sharing my feelings. And I have one of, one of my brothers, Gabe, he's actually, uh, he's pretty good at, I think he's been helping me with that, you know? Yeah. Because kind of how, how I explained to you, I'm also kind of like you where I just, I can just be left alone. You know, you put me under a, under a rock or under a little thing of glitter. Dude, I won't come out, dude. The recluse is gonna, it's not gonna get loose, okay? So I can do that super easily, you yeah, know. So sure. I was telling my my brother, uh, I was letting him know that uh, it'd be nice if we like start hanging out more and stuff like that. But uh, and then my older brother, I let him too. I let him know the other day we were talking about the podcast. Like, well, you you know I have like I told him it's like you know I have like an issue just like saying hey let's do this or. You know, it's like, so if you ever want to do something, just like, let me know, you know, it's like, just tell me, I, I'll try to be better, right? But I personally have a problem just like, all right, cause I'm cool, just bugging out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's another thing that I, that I kind of started addressing with people is that, uh, maybe I need to be a little bit more, maybe I need to get in that roller coaster. More, you know? more open, more emotionally open. Yeah. You know, with yeah. my own stuff, you know, or my own flaws that I don't. I'm really good with other people, but sometimes I'm not good at treating myself good. You know what I mean? So I have a, I have a lot of things that'll keep me busy, you know? So I have, like, a lot of things that I love to do, like art and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, with music and stuff like that, I can release, release my my stress or whatever. But some of the, the things uh, you could only change by doing them. No, yeah, I mean, the art, I think it's almost a distraction sometimes if you let it come out in the art. I, I think that's therapeutic, and artists will speak to that. But I agree to your point. Sometimes there's only, I don't know if this is just how humans are designed, you have to say it to someone as a sounding board so that you can hear the support back to you. Right, and you just get out of your head that, man, that shit was super easy to do. And yeah. I didn't die you know, this person's still talking to me, doesn't yeah. think I'm a freak. They probably have more respect for you because, and they actually probably feel good about themselves. And that's where I think even some of my anxiety may come from, right? Because then I know I have these group of family and friends that I know would love to help me. 
and I'm almost like even not allowing them to be as good of friends as maybe they want to, right? Like right. I think about that sometimes where they poured their, out their heart and soul to me and I supported them. And then they may, because they know me, even though I'm not saying anything, they know I'm struggling, but I'm not letting them help me. That's got to be frustrating on their part. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like shit because I'm like, I just made you feel like a bad friend, even though that wasn't really your fault. It was my fault. Yeah. It's an interesting concept, right? So like just, I did that to myself right. and them. So it's like you got to step away from that and then just be vulnerable. You know, it's like because yeah. it, it's it's not a big deal. You know, it's not it's, we overthink too much stuff. Yeah. We're just and it's like a human thing, I guess. You know, it's like the and what what may be hard for you, like and one thing that I, I don't really like when people uh, talk about rich people and poor people or rich people versus poor people. And they're like, oh, well, they got it so easy. You know, this he's always had uh somebody buy him um you know a car yeah whatever he always had everything food he always had a nice house he always had all of this uh but to that rich kid something as simple as maybe going through the drive-thru and ordering something for himself because he has he has never had to do that or anything like that you know yeah it could be like as hard as like somebody that came from a way different uh you know maybe poor or whatever Doing something that's like super uncomfortable for them, you know, which... What if the rich kid, because a lot of rich kids, I mean, stereotype, uh, are raised by people that aren't their parents. That's got to be tough. I've always had my parents, right? They both lived healthy lives. They still are alive, thank God. They they both agreed. And it's funny because as an adult, I appreciated things as a kid and I knew we were kind of poor growing up. I knew we, we were on a welfare, right? And I knew, okay, we're not rich. We never... What was the right word? We always, my dad always made sure there's food on the table, clothes on our back, and a roof over our head. Like always right? the essentials. Oh, those three. He was things, the essential worker, the original. Essential those three worker. material, and I'm going to say materialistic things were always provided. Yeah. On top of that, he was always with us in terms of if he wasn't at work, he was with us. He'd turn down jobs knowing that he wouldn't be able to see us very often. Um, and him and my mom agreed to this, and it's funny because I have a, a massive amount of respect for a coworker of mine. He has like four little girls, and he's the sole income even though the wife could work but they both agreed like my parents hey we want our kids to be raised by us we don't want no daycare we don't want whatever and i'm not judging people that do daycare yeah but i feel and as people share things with me being able to have my mom at home at all times and my dad also present once he'd come home from work and not and leave work at work uh i feel that my upbringing was different and i'm able to handle things a bit more there's a sense of security a sense of love and imagine like a rich kid that would almost never see their parents. Yeah, okay, maybe he's driving a Lambo, but Lambos are nice. Okay, Ferraris are nice. Rolls Royce, hell, I would love a Rolls Royce. But now that I'm more mature and I'm not a 15-year-old kid only thinking about money and like cars, how could you replace the experience I had with my parents always there for me, supporting me with whatever? They didn't have the means to support me in some things. Like I wanted to do art, but art's hell of expensive. Now as an adult... I have thankfully money and I'm able to express myself and, and participate in it. But that's a burden as a kid. I didn't necessarily understand and it bothered me as an adult. I look back and like, well, they did the best they could for me. So I really appreciate that. But a rich kid, they're like, yeah, they gave me everything material wise, but they were never, they never saw me play basketball. They never showed up to any of my concerts when I played music. Like that's gotta be crushing. Cause there was no support right. that way. So I, I think in and of itself, that's harder because it, it it there's a void you can't fill, right? Well, that's what I mean with, you know, the rich kid probably f- 
could say the same thing about you you know it's like oh geez my my dad always did this i can't imagine you know this yeah. to be in your shoes for sure you know what i mean so i think people a lot of time just kind of just like gloss over that and just assume that uh you could be too big or too powerful or whatever to have uh problems you, you know what i mean or to be insecure to have insecurities or to have challenges you know that that i mean that's for everybody as a person you know and and it could be i don't know uh somebody's heart hardest challenge might be learning how to read or something like that you know yeah and then some other kid is just uh, just being able to speak even though he's had everything but his hardest thing is being able to speak but he might everything else you know you, you can imagine in the world and that's just as hard as like your hardest thing it's just different you know so everybody has like their own thing that's like super hard for them well it's, there's no it's, it's how they process things and everyone has their own experience right even if you're physically essentially in the same spot that someone is during the same event you can process it differently yeah right um like let's say you if you were talking to a crowd of 10 people and you tell them about how you were from Mexico City and you came here, right? You learn English, you have an accent, right? There might be, so 10 people, they, they hear the exact same story, right? Word for word, it's the same. You didn't change the story for all 10 of them. They heard the same story. So someone might be like, wow, I think it's phenomenal that he learned English. Um, someone else is like, they might just only focus on your accent. Like, hey, I like that accent. Or they're like, ugh, I hate that accent. Oh, there might this be guy some, stole my job. Yeah, that, someone's like, oh, this guy came here and stole my job. Uh, yeah. Another person might just hear the story and play it in their head and like, I wonder how I would fare with that. So they all hear the same message from the same person, but they interpret it differently. So that's, and that's essentially what life is, right? Just a collective solo experience of your thoughts, your knowledge, and that becomes your reality. So, because even in my same household, my brother, and my sister might feel differently about something that I feel in my upbringing even though we were raised in the same house yeah and that's that's a great point because sometimes what's so funny is that your own family you you don't even know as much as you think you know them yeah you know like internally just because just of the whole conversation we've been having now that oh maybe i don't want to share this maybe i don't want to share that and uh so so maybe you know if maybe my challenge if if people whoever's listening is maybe the people that are close to you, whether it's family or friends. And family, it could be friends. You know what I mean? Uh, just, I would challenge them to maybe just find a new emotion or something that they they struggle with. Yeah. And, and you share one that you struggle with. Uh, and then just kind of like, I mean, because like you said, you know, it's like very bonding when you're like, oh, damn, you told me this. And... You, you can tell when it's, like, from deep in your heart, you know what I mean? When somebody's, like, telling you something, it's like, oh, man, I know that was tough for, for him to say or her. Yeah. Uh, so when you share something like that, like, there's not one person that, that can tell me that whenever you have a conversation like that with someone that you care about, like, after you leave, whether it was, like, the super sad conversation or a super happy one, like, man, you feel really fucking good. You know what I mean? You feel like, yeah. damn. Because you just connect with that person, like, super deep, you know what I yeah. mean? And you just, I don't know, you just come out, you're just feeling, like, great. You're like, oh, man, I'm, I wonder why we never had this conversation. Or, geez, like, I've known this person for XX amount of years. Like, man, it's just crazy. Like, I respect them or I love them even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fun. I don't know. I think I'm so guarded that sometimes I try to give myself the outside perspective. I think that's a healthy thing to do. 
I'm like, yeah, you're such an asshole sometimes for not being able to allow myself to share things or just talk about some stuff. And I do here and there, like very rare circumstances, but not too much. My challenge to everybody, maybe this could be wholesome advice. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, given advice, so maybe now flip it. Let's give them a challenge. This yeah, so my challenge advice. is just uh, check on two or three people, whether it's family, and just try to have like a conversation about the weirdest shit that you could think of. I bet you'll be super, super surprised to just like hear about something that you've never had a conversation with them about. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to come up with a challenge. Whether you have a diary or not, just take a piece of paper, pen or pencil, whatever your choice of writing utensil is, and write maybe five things about yourself over the course of your life that you never thought that you would maybe achieve, whether it happened because you intended it to happen or even it just haphazardly happened. Like, you just tried it. Hey, hey look, look what? It worked. All right. Yeah, that's my challenge to you guys. Well, I love it. Uh, I think this was like the. I think it's like kind of one of the most serious conversations we've even had together. Even but... as friends, period. Yeah. yeah. Like, we shit you not those past three like that we just bullshit that is literally 99.9 percent .9 of our conversations is just us clowning because that's i guess our way of emotionally decompressing and then this time we decided to open up and it was like a different world for us so starting to get all gloomy but anything else you you want to say or ass. any people you want to shout out or anything like that no immediate shout outs at the moment but again any of those that any of you that are listening even if it's just one episode i really appreciate i think it's kind of cool and unique that someone even decides to tune in and like what are these people speaking about they spell beans wrong what the hell's going on esl that's what yeah. happened <laughs> extremely slow learners right here. <laughs> but so we appreciate it hopefully you draw from it what you need to uh, if it enjoyed you if it uplift you if you chose to turn it off you're already not maybe not hearing to this hearing this piece but props to you maybe we'll catch you on another episode this is Jose, and i'm out and this is jose love you guys stay safe catch you later